0: If you or someone you love struggles with a gambling addiction, please call 1-800-GAMBLER today, and please, gamble responsibly.
1: Do you live stream these when you do them on YouTube?
0: Hey, shut it! We're going live! hello everyone and welcome in to another episode of sports betting by dummies i am your host batty parlays and joining me as always the guy of guys the expert of experts the sad eagles fan today and just the uh the guy that attended the pacers game but not as a pacers fan but he said it was a good game nonetheless uh connor connor how was your uh long extended weekend away from us
2: it was oh, I couldn't have asked for anything more. That's my <laughs> Christmas gift. <laughs> it was glorious. Uh I'm not gonna lie, I did cheer for the Bucks. I didn't want my buddy to know it. I was cheering for the Bucks. I wanted to see uh see my bet hit. Uh it hit big time. It was uh Bucks minus two. They won by like twenty, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Uh and I'm not a real big basketball fan, but it was quite enjoyable. Be honest, just he went off. He had some crazy, like, oh, man, fadeaways. Oof. The man's wild.
0: Yeah. Giannis is for real. I mean, dude's on another level. Um, They call him the Greek freak for a reason. Uh, Seeing him live, I would like to see him live. I don't think I've seen him live. I've seen LeBron live. I've seen Luka live. Uh, Giannis is on that short list, I think, that I would like to see live.
2: I'd like to see uh, Kawhi Leonard on there as well sorry Kawhi has been my guy anytime anyone talks basketball I'm like oh, why Leonard that's all I gotta say that's that's <laughs> it
0: yeah unfortunately he, I don't know if he's out for the season officially but he definitely hasn't played yet this season um, so hopefully he gets back sooner rather than later
2: he's the man though
0: I, mean, I, I can't disagree And joining us is always the Green Goblin, the voice of God himself, Diz. Diz, how was your weekend, buddy?
1: It was a great weekend, much needed. Uh, Did pretty well bets-wise. Thanksgiving NFL slate kind of ruined me. Cowboys ruined me. Not a lot of points scored there. Uh, The combined over was electric, but that unfortunately did not hit, but we are we're feeling pretty good, uh, very happy with my month of November, even though I'm probably going to come in last place. <laughs> it was one of my most successful betting months in a long time. That just shows you, uh, that just shows you how weak I am compared to you fellas, but uh, hey, we may make a push tonight, and uh, yeah, I'm feeling great.
2: That's very humble of you, Diz.
1: <laughs> hey, if I can't win, at least I got to hype up my boys. Appreciate it. Yeah, we'll we'll take it anytime we
0: can get it. All right, gentlemen, we are debuting a new segment. And by we, I mean mostly me, but this segment is called Patty's Pissed. And so it may be every Monday, I'm not sure, but with this long extended weekend, some things are starting to bottle up, and I'm like, I've got to share this on the pod. And so uh, t- for today's Patty's Pissed segment, we're talking about contracts, specifically unwarranted or unnecessary contract extensions. So the name that most, what's what's the name that everyone thinks of when it comes to most like ridiculous contracts? Diz, do you have any idea? And I'll give you a hint.
1: Bobby Bonilla.
0: Oh, look at that. I didn't even have to give him a hint. He nailed it. Bobby Bonilla. Now, Connor, as a non-baseball fan, do you know who Bobby Bonilla is?
2: Never heard the name. It sounds fun to say. Bobby Bonilla.
0: So... He, he played baseball for the Mets. I don't remember the last time he played baseball for the Mets. But every year on July 1st, he gets paid $1.19 million because of the way his contract was structured. And this, he, he will continue to get this $1 million every year until 2035. That is beautiful. Th- this guy is currently 58 years old. And I am pretty sure he hasn't played baseball in like years
1: now. Patty, Patty, I hate to steal your thunder. I did a project on this my senior year of college, like two years ago. Okay. I did a project on this in my negotiations class. So any of these details you need, holler at me. You may need to fact check me. Uh, the last time he played for the Mets was 1999 and he retired from baseball entirely in 2004
0: And he is still getting paid, and he will still continue to get paid until 2035. Now, I think we can all agree that the Mets clearly messed up on that contract. I I don't think there's any denying that.
2: I will deny it.
0: You think the Mets messed up on that contract?
2: The Mets wanted to think long-term how they can bleed the money, because they have probably a salary cap as well, right?
0: No, there's no salary cap in baseball.
2: Oh, well then... Yeah, (laughs) if there's a salary cap, I can understand this. Good for him, though. I would totally do this if I was him, even if it was less, like a lot less than that. I would spread that money out. Like all these people blow all their money right away. I would totally do that.
0: Right, Bobby. Bobby, maybe master negotiator, whatever. He's doing great things. He can literally he gets paid a million dollars every single year for not doing anything and he can, like, even if you mess up one year and totally blow that million dollars, he knows he's getting another million July 1st.
2: That's great. But Good for him.
0: Yeah, yeah. And he's he's famous. Like, even outside of baseball world, he's famous for his contract. Now, I think there are plenty of other contracts that are messed up, and these aren't as obvious or blatant, but there were a few that were signed this week And this weekend, and that's why these kind of caught my mind and made me come up with this segment. So, the first one here is uh, Byron Buxton of the Minnesota Twins signed a seven-year, $100 million extension, which equates to $14.29 million per year. Okay? Now, he set career highs last season, batting three oh six and hitting 19 home runs. But... He only played in 65 games. Now, Diz, how many games are in an MLB season?
1: 162.
0: So he played less than half of the games last season. In his career, he has only played more than 100 games once in seven seasons.
1: What were his numbers last year? Say that one more time in 62
0: games or something. What did you say? In 65 games, he batted 306, which batting average, I mean, in 65 games, yep,
1: yep. whatever. It's relative batting average,
0: right? But 19 home runs, like 19 home runs in 65. That's games, a lot. That's pretty good. We're, I'm not denying that, very that. Good. but he is a career 248 hitter. So decent, you know, gets a hit one out of four at that 70 home runs, and 204 RBIs in seven seasons. That means he averages 10 home runs a season and 29 RBIs. And the Twins just paid him $100 million for the next seven years. Diz, what's the thing about baseball contracts?
1: What do you mean? How they're insanely more than any other sport?
0: Well, that, but also, so we know there's no salary cap in baseball. Right. But uh, why do people always say they should play baseball instead of any other sport when it comes to contracts?
1: Long term?
0: What I was – and this, this is kind of a stretch. I didn't lead you the right direction on this one. <laughs> but they're, they're fully guaranteed.
1: Oh, I should have got that. That's on me.
0: So it's not like the NFL where, like, if he gets hurt and he doesn't play half these seasons, he doesn't get paid that money. He is guaranteed that $100 million. He could maybe play 30 games the next seven seasons, and he is getting that $100 million. The best ability is availability, and this guy just doesn't have it, but the Twins paid him anyways, and that's probably why the Twins suck and always will.
1: Ooh.
2: That's number. Well, go ahead. The Bobby Bobby, uh, paychecks make a lot more sense with this 100 million seven years deal. I guess they were thinking long term loan. Yeah. As opposed to paying 100 million over just seven years. Yeah. Got what? Like, I don't know. 40 or what would that be? 30 like 31 million after he retires? 31 million? It's crazy. That dude's gonna 100 <laughs> he's gonna blow the hundred
0: million. But um, and then, uh, Diz, I don't know if you heard uh, James Franklin, head coach at Penn State, uh, he signed a six-year extension, holding him to the team until twenty thirty-one. Now, this one isn't even really about the money; it's about the length of the contract and the stupidity of the contract. So first off, this new contract states that if it were up to – like if Penn State said this year we're buying you out of your contract, which wouldn't happen because they just signed up an extension, but it would cost Penn State $72 million to buy out that contract. Do you know what it would cost James Franklin to buy out of his contract? If, if James Franklin gets an offer from a school like LSU, Florida, Notre Dame, I have- USC – I have no idea. $12 million. And you know how much of that uh, James Franklin would have to pay? Zero. Because whatever school he goes to will say, here's $12 million. Buy yourself out of that contract. Come coach for us. So what? what's the purpose of that contract? If you're – James Franklin doesn't see it any differently now that he got this six-year extension. If If one of those top programs comes calling – He's going to leave Penn State, no problem. So that's that's first off, and then Penn State, yeah, it's a big name school in college football, in part to what Franklin did coming in and saving the day after the scandal. What he did to that Penn State program, it's nothing. It's nothing to sneeze at. Like Penn State was in shambles. We all know about that terrible scandal. Um, but he has a three and three record in bowl games. I mean, that's not very good. He has beaten Ohio State one out of eight games in his career. And th- these coaching contracts in general, they just never go full term, term because they're, they're too long. I mean, he, he was under contract until 2025, which is another four years from now. But you decided, hey, we're going to give you a six-year extension. What, what happens if Penn State goes 2-10 and ten next year and loses to IU at home? What, what, what if they have three back-to-back losing seasons? He was under contract until 2025. They extended him 6 years and if if for some reason Penn State wanted to buy him out of the contract, it's going to cost them incredible amount of money because they decided, "Hey, let's give him a 6-year extension in hopes of maybe getting him to stay instead of going to a different program." And that's not going to stop him. It it, it just doesn't I, make sense to me.
1: I want to defend Penn State a little bit here. Um obviously you kind of touched on this, like what he did to the program after what had happened was almost, it was miracle worker type shit. And also I think from Penn state's perspective, if I, you kind of have the, like they they thought they lost him midseason. There were rumors that he was going to go coach USC. There were rumors he was going to coach elsewhere. And I think it's just, it's just showing, like James Franklin, like, "Hey, we value you. Our program's fucked without you," and I think that's what a lot of coaches want to hear. Um, I do agree; it's definitely beneficial to James Franklin way more than it's beneficial to Penn State. But if, I think it could be a win for both parties, especially if James Franklin keeps Penn State as a Big Ten powerhouse. Being in the Big Ten East, as long as you make a top tier bowl game, I think they stay as I. I think they they have a chance every year. That's kind of what Penn State's hoping for. Having Ohio State, Michigan, Michigan State in that division, you almost got to hope that you can almost not stay stagnant where you are, but kind of like keep this program where it's at and then maybe like have one out of every 10 years you have a chance to make the CFP. And I think that's what Penn state realized. So I think it was a reality check for Penn state because I think it's, um, I think it's a smart move because at the end of the day, if you don't extend him, you may just be fucked. So I think it's a safe play by Penn state, but I think it's a reality check as well. And I honestly respect it. I do get what you're saying. It definitely benefits James Franklin more than it benefits Penn state, but the coaches always have the power in that situation, especially in college football.
0: I, I, th- I do think part of the, Thought process is if the CFP gets expanded, which they're they're talking about expanding the number of teams, then Penn State would potentially be like right on the cusp of making the CFP. Um, so I do think that factors into it. But extending him with this contract doesn't give them any more job security or keep James Franklin from leaving. I don't think. I I think if a if a top tier school like Oklahoma. Florida. Like I said, if any of them came calling and said, Hey, we want you to come coach here, James Franklin will leave Penn State hanging and Penn State'll be left with nothing to show for it anyways.
1: I think that's I think you're right, but I think it's also by offering this extension, it's Penn State saying like, Hey, don't fuck us over. We extended you for just out of the kindness of our hearts and we want you to ride with us at least for a few more years. I think it at least locks him up momentarily. You can't go coach Oklahoma with what you just signed, the extension. You can't leave in the near future, I would say. Now, I I, I could bite my tongue he could leave next year, but I think it at least locks him up for a few years. And if, you, if you're banking on that college football expansion, I wouldn't be surprised to see Penn State in it, especially if you keep a lot of players, a lot of recruits, and you keep James Franklin there for a couple of years. But I'm with you. Uh, definitely something to scratch your head at, but I I get it from Penn State's side.
0: He'll leave tomorrow.
1: <laughs> that would be tough. Uh,
0: but anyways, the moral of the story is people need to be smarter about their contracts. I think that you know one bad contract can screw a team for years to come, and they just they just need to be better
1: about it. That, that's just the moral hey, of the story. Before you end this segment. I had to just throw this. I thought you were going to bring it up. The The whole reason why the Bob, there are two reasons why the Bobby vanilla contract happened. Okay. One, the Mets were going all in the following season. Okay. So they didn't, they like offered that money. So like they wanted the like small increment payment so they could pay more to the players they were trying to get for the next season. Mm-hmm. And it almost worked. They, they like <laughs> lost in the NLCS. So, like, if the Mets win the World Series the next year, no one even cares. Right. So, that's my thought in defense of the Mets. And also, this is the most insane part that no one knows about when they think about the Bobby Bonilla deal. The owner of the Mets, Fred Wilpon, at the time, he was tied up in the Bernie Madoff scandal. So, he (laughs) he lost hundreds of millions of dollars from Bernie Madoff. So, he, like, financially, like, couldn't pay people. So, like... Hey, we're trying to, like, we have one of the best teams we've ever had. We're trying to win the championship next year. (laughs) Let's offer, like, Bania a stupid deal, like, a million dollars till 2033. So, like, one, I can feed my children, and two, so we can win the World (laughs) Series. Just not, and, like, I may have butchered some of the details of that, but if you have, like, ten minutes, just go in a Wikipedia sinkhole about the Bobby Bonilla contract. It's nuts, like, all the levers and reasons why it happened. Uh yeah, I'm 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 hype. You talked about that. Uh, but yeah, check that out. That is an insane story. Shout out Bobby Bonilla.
2: Congrats to him, though. I I love that contract.
0: Yeah, Connor's gonna get a Bobby Bonilla jersey just because of that contract.
2: Just because the financial wizardry. (laughs) I love it.
1: I will say he was kind of good for them. Um, you could tell he was post prime, but he put up some numbers. He hit some home runs. Uh, wasn't great there at the end. That's why they kind of got rid of him and gave him this heinous deal. But heinous for Bobby Bonilla, I'm saying. It was great for Bobby Bonilla. But uh, yeah, he gets a lot of hate. But I mean, good for him. And he was a pretty good player in his prime.
0: Did he hit more than 70 home runs in seven seasons?
1: Yes, he he was like an all-star. <laughs> so there yes. you go. In his, he had like a two or three-year run where he was an all-star. So. Gotcha. All right. So that's there's Patty's pissed.
0: First, first segment of probably many where I'm just gonna go rant on something that I think is ridiculous.
1: I do think it's pretty funny though that you're pissed about these contract things like. Well, I'm. It was. was, It's. It's. It's good insight. Like it was a really cool segment. But it's like, of course, Penn State offering James Franklin an extension would piss Pat off. Like, of course, that would piss you off. Of course. A six-year extension. Of all things. Of all things, that would piss you off. I think that's hilarious. Well, let's run Patty's pissed every Monday, and you can just talk about like random stuff. That just Jags (laughs) uniforms next Monday or something.
0: Oh, oh, I've got a list. (laughs) You know
2: what really grinds my (laughs) gears? Yeah.
1: Exactly. (laughs) Well, exactly. It,
0: it also, it's like we work in accounting. Me and Connor work in accounting, and so money is like everything we work with. And so, just something so like minuscule to some people will just throw us over the edge. So, and it, it is what it is. All right. Hey, can you
2: reclass this? Then you just ah, I can't <laughs> do <it." laughs>
0: I can't handle this anymore. I love it. All right. So it is Monday. There is Monday Night Football tonight, but it is another stinker of a game. It is the Washington football team versus the Seattle Seahawks, so we are not going to do Daily Fantasy, and we are going to do what we did last Monday, and we're going to go over the NBA and NHL slate for you guys. Just to give you a little insight on where me and Connor are looking at games, if Diz has any thoughts, anything like that. Um, But we will start off in the association in the NBA on the hardwood. The first game. The magic at the Seventy Sixers. The Seventy Sixers were thirteen and a half point favorites when I uh, looked at it when I was doing this. Connor, do you have a current line for us? I think that might be your role for this, at least initially, is seeing where this line has moved to.
2: Hold on, before you say which side you're on and which side I'm on, should we get a third party uh, point of view on this? Would Diz have one?
0: I know what side Diz is going to be on. It's it's yeah, it's simple to me. But we we'll we'll ask him after after I go through all these trends and stats and stuff.
2: It's a uh, 13 and a half still.
0: Okay. It's still 13 and a half. So, um, but yeah, like we said, right off the bat, we run into a game where Connor and I differ on it. Um, the magic six and six against the spread away from home. 76ers three and six against the spread at home. Um, I just purely thought that 13 and a half was too many points. I, it was actually at 15 and a half this morning. So I don't think I am in the minority here. I think the line is moving towards my th- thought process. Um, so I'm thinking magic plus thirteen and a half Connor's thinking seventy sixers minus thirteen and a half. I mean, there's no real debate that the seventy sixers are the better team. It's just a matter of that spread number, and that spread number is always hard to kind of gauge, especially in n b a but uh diz, if you had to pick a side here what 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 uh what side are you thinking?
1: Yeah, I'm on both of your sides and okay, I know that- come on,
0: what are we doing? No, lit hear
1: me out, hear me out, hear me out. you better you bet your sweet ass. That I have this in a tease. I didn't think 13 and a half was enough, but 19 and a half? Put it in a tease. I think you guys are both right. Let's, let's, no way they lose by 20. Now, knock on fake wood in my car here because it could happen. But um, yeah, that's that's a lot of points, even if you're the Magic, even if you're playing the Sixers. I'm going to 19 and a half. I think you guys are both right. Okay. Well, then, Connor, I guess that's that. It, 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 I'm the bad guy for agreeing with both of you. What the fuck is this about? Normally, me and Pat, we fight like brothers on here. <laughs> no, it's just that we we, we had a line in the
0: sand. There's me, there's Connor. And so Diz, we asked Diz what side he's on, and he puts one and foot I on am, Connor's I side am, and one foot on my side and calls it a I day. am spread eagle
1: <laughs> down that fucking line in the sand.
2: He makes the line wider so he can lay on it.
1: <laughs> yep. yep. Uh, I love it.
0: All right, this next one, we got the Nuggets at the Heat. The Heat are seven-point favorites. Connor, is that line still there?
2: It has changed, and I don't know why. It is three and a half now.
0: I bet bet you I know why. Um,
2: Why? Tell me.
0: So it's probably due to Jokic playing. Like I said to Connor earlier when I was looking at these games, um, the Nuggets haven't covered in, like, their last six games. But in those last four of those, Jokic, who was the MVP of the league last year, was not playing. He has been hurt. So I'm trying to look and see right now as we speak if Jokic is officially out. It still lists him as questionable, but I just wonder if maybe um, it's leaning more towards him playing or not. So maybe that's part of it. Uh, Oh, no, 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 no. Sorry, I was wrong. The reason that line has moved is because Jimmy Butler for the Heat is out. Tyler Harrow for the Heat is also out. So, two starting players. I don't know if Harrow's a starter, but basically, two of the better players on the Heat are out tonight. So, some guy named Max Struss is starting for the Heat tonight. I don't know who that is. I've never heard of that name ever in my life. Um, so, this, this freaks me out a little bit here, Connor.
2: But that man is getting a triple double tonight.
0: Oh, <laughs> Connor's side sauce bet of the night. Max Struss, triple double.
2: Oh yeah, I will get his jersey.
0: I mean, yeah, you probably can get some insane odds on that. But uh the Nuggets 2 and 6 against the spread away from home this season. Heat 6 and 1 against the spread at home. Nuggets own 6 ATS their last 6. Heat 12 and 6 ATS last 18. Um I oof. if Jokic doesn't play, I still feel comfortable taking the Heat at -7. But I don't know if Jokic is playing or not. Throw it in the minus
2: one What?
1: Throw it in the tease, baby. This this is our tease guy. I don't touch teasers. Tease before you please, baby. I don't know anything about these teams, but I'll take a teaser, baby.
0: <laughs> Connor, how are you feeling about this one?
1: Uh I
2: mean I don't know too much about the players. I just follow trends that I've Noticed personally with the teams, so I just go with the heat and minus seven.
0: Okay, right on. Right, on. uh, the next game here we got the Hornets at the Bulls. The Bulls are we're getting five and a half points,
2: four and a half now.
0: Oh, it's moved down a little bit,
2: minus four and a half. Yeah, um, They're not getting the point yeah, I'm giving them,
0: yeah, yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep, yeah, you're right. Hornets are five and eight ATS away from home. Bulls are six and four ATS at home. And and I had this fun stat that I just had to throw in here for my guys, Connor and Diz. The Bulls are four and one ATS their last five games played on a Monday. So (laughs) I know, I I know, Connor. I hate stats like that.
2: I hate Uh, these stats. Diz, Diz the same um, way. On a Monday in November, this team is not lost with someone starting with the first name that starts with a Y.
1: That's right. That's right. Hey, I love it, Patty. You keep doing that research. I'm not going to put you down. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I am taking the Bulls in this one,
0: but also. So I had this debate back and forth, and I, I couldn't decide. But uh, this is the Ball Bowl, as some are some calling it. You have Lonzo Ball for the Bulls going up against Lamelo Ball for the Hornets. And uh, this is kind of a Hail Mary, same-game parlay for those that are out there that are listening. But uh, if you were to bet both Ball Brothers to get a triple-double tonight, you can get some insane value, and it's just almost too fun to pass up. Do I think it'll hit? Probably not, because pretty much all of America is on this. Mm. Um, But... If you were to take that on FanDuel, I got it at uh, $1 to win $530.91. So might be worth a sprinkle. And also, if you're wondering how to take that, you can't just go to record a triple-double on FanDuel because you can't parlay those together. So you literally have to go to points, rebounds, and assists, and then for 10-plus, you pick both Ball Brothers on that one. So it's technically the same game parlay, and you just parlay those six together, and uh, you end up with the the ball triple double special to get that uh, hail mary in there.
2: Alonzo is at plus four thousand to hit a triple double.
0: Yeah, so if you throw in Lamelo and uh, all that good stuff, then you can get some pretty good odds.
2: Yeah, Lamelo is at plus seven hundred. He has way better odds. Yeah. Wonder who the better brother is. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, they're actually very different players. So, uh,
2: yeah, one's good and the other's bad.
0: Nope, that is not what I said. But that anyways. is very different.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, this next one, we got the uh, the Pacers at the Timberwolves. Timberwolves were uh, two and a half point favorites. Is that still? Yeah, there? yeah, it's still the same. Okay.
2: So, or you said two and a half? It's two.
0: Okay, so it's moving. What could have happened? Big news! Big news! Um, the the line is moving slightly towards the Pacers. We're not really sure why. Uh, the Pacers are coming off a of back to back. They, like Connor said, he went and saw the play the Bucks last night, but they played in Indy, and now they had to travel to Minnesota and play the next night. Um, Pacers are five and seven against the spread away, and the Timberwolves are six and six against the spread at home. So slight, ever so slight advantage to the T Wolves there but I'm more focused on the back-to-back factor, so I'm taking the Timberwolves here.
2: The one thing to note about the uh, Pacers' starters, they did uh, sit a decent amount through the third quarter, so they played none of the fourth quarter. We're out, I think, half the third quarter at least.
0: Mm. So, so maybe so. they were kind of playing for the the second half?
2: Yeah, they just accepted that they were going to lose to the Bucks, and they're going to try again on this game
0: okay something to keep an eye Good. on so are you still thinking timberwolves though or are you
2: oh yeah timberwolves are gonna smack them just like the bucks did i'm sorry
0: wow I'm sorry. okay did not expect that but uh, i have
2: to go with the t wolves they've done me some solids as of late so i gotta ride with them
0: okay i can respect it uh this next one and this one's my my stinky line of the night my favorite uh favorite pick of the nba slates we got the thunder at the rockets the rockets are two point favorites at home and like i said this line made no sense to me Uh, the thunder have twice as many wins as the rockets do so that's number one reason why this line doesn't make sense number two the rocket's second highest scorer for the season is out tonight check number two why this doesn't make sense and then the Thunder are six and three against the spread away from home. The Thunder have actually been a very good team against the spread this season. The Rockets three and five against the spread at home. So, in what world should the Rockets be favorited in this matchup?
2: Same world where the Rockets somehow beat the Bulls.
0: Yeah, I don't, I don't get it. I'm taking the Thunder in the points, and I would even maybe take the Thunder money line.
2: I. I took the Rockets minus two, but I wouldn't be upset for the Thunder, plus two.
0: All right, the next one, we've got the Cavs at the Mavericks. The Mavericks, seven-point favorite still?
2: They're six and a half.
0: Okay, so it's moved a half a point. Most of these have moved a half a point. Um, Cavaliers, six, two, and one against the spread away. Mavericks, three and five against the spread at home. Uh, The Cavs just got one of their better players back from injury. Um, I think this game is a close one. I, I don't know that the Cavs win, but they don't have to. They just have to keep within seven, six and a half. Um, so I'm taking the Cavaliers in the points here.
2: I, uh, I'm going with the Mavericks. I'm sorry. Last time we differed on the Mavericks, the Mavericks won.
0: <laughs> okay. Hey, and covered. I, I, could, I can respect <laughs> your logic. There's I can't fault you for it.
2: I can't disrespect the Mavericks. They helped me last time.
0: <laughs> if you help Connor it's, once, then you're in for a while.
2: These are emotional bets, I know, <laughs> but they've they've been good to me.
0: Okay. Cavs
2: have not. Cavs have lost me a few. It hurts.
0: I get it, man. I get it. Um the next one, the Wizards at the Spurs. The Wizards were three and a half point favorites on the road. Has that moved at all?
2: Is three now.
0: Man, all of these have moved by just a half a point. Just ever so slightly.
2: That's fine. That means you can push.
0: There you go. Uh, Wizards, four and seven against spread away. Spurs, five and four ATS at home. I'm just rolling with Spurs here.
2: Yeah, I'm doing the same.
0: Don't feel great about it, but I usually fade the Wizards away from home. So uh, that's what I'm going with. Um, Next one, Trailblazers at the Jazz. The Jazz were seven-point favorites earlier. Are they six-and-a-half point favorites now?
2: They are seven-point favorites.
0: Okay, still seven points. That one didn't move. Now, Trailblazers, one and nine against the spread <clears> away. Jazz, six and five, ATS at home. I'm fading the Blazers here. Give me the Jazz and the points.
2: Same, same. Uh, Jazz have covered quite a few games for me that I've been on them. So, I mean, if the Trailblazers are that bad, away,
0: Away. That's that's the asterisk, is away. The Trailblazers are actually very good at home, so when they're at home you have to actually consider taking them. I pretty much will never take them if they're on the road. And the final game for the NBA, we have the Pelicans at the Clippers. The Clippers were seven-point favorites this morning.
2: They are seven and a half.
0: Another half point. There you so, go. So uh, Pelicans 3-9 and nine ATS away, Clippers 6-8 and eight ATS at home. I mean, this, this season, if you've faded the Pelicans, you've definitely made a ton of money, which is something I have done. But the Clippers have scared me of late and have kind of screwed me of late. The Clippers 1-5 ATS in their last six. So what am I going to do? I am going to take the under of 2.10 and a half. I think this line has actually moved up to two eleven and a half, and but uh, the under... It is
2: 2.10 and a half still.
0: Okay, so it actually went up to two eleven and a half and and then moved back down to 2.10 and a half. So that 2.10 and a half seems like the right number to most people. Um, but the under has hit in the Clippers four of their last five. The under is hit in five of their last six for the Clippers at home. And then the under is hit for the Pelicans in 11 of their last 15. And now I am taking this under. And now let's take a minute so Diz can go throw up. <laughs> yep, there it is. Yep, we're waiting for it. We're just waiting for it. Hey, I do I feel comfortable taking a total? Not really, but at this point I feel more comfortable taking this under than I do taking either side of that game.
2: It's gonna be like a two thirty
0: five. It very well could be. It <laughs> very well could be. Historically speaking, anytime I bet a total in the NBA, I usually am wildly wrong. So take that as you will. Alright. Just giving So
1: word. take the over.
0: Maybe. Hey, that might be the move there. I'm going to be honest. But the the trends say that the under should be the play. All right. Let's head to the ice. We have a small slate on the ice tonight. We've got four games. Uh, the first one, Connor R. Kraken at the Buffalo Sabres. The Kraken were 152, minus 152 on the money line. Uh, Grubauer is expected to be in the net for the Kraken. Um, actually, I might as well... Take a look at those while I have it here and see and make sure that these uh, goalies have been confirmed before I give you all this false information. You don't want to become Patty false information.
2: No. The uh, Kraken in regulation is plus 105, but uh, like you said, it's still minus 152. Just money line. Oh, no.
0: One of the goalies changed on me. That's a bummer. But, oh, oh, shoot. Uh, All right, so the Kraken are going with Dreidgar, Connor. He actually, I think, was the one that won when they played against the Panthers.
2: That might be good.
0: Gru Grubauer has maybe been replaced as the starter for the Kraken.
1: Ouch. Uh, how did you just pronounce his name, Pat?
0: Dreidgar? <laughs> was he on the Panthers last year? Was he that goalie that was on the Panthers last year? Yes. What, how do you say his name?
1: Dreidgar.
0: Close. I was close.
1: Um, Dridgar? <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know, I, I give, it, give it my all out here. Um, but he has a 3.47 goals allowed per game with a 0. .87 save percentage. So not great, but like I said, I do think he got the crack in their biggest win of the season, which was giving the Panthers their first loss at home. Uh, um, and then Takarsky is expected to be in net for the Sabers. Actually, it's confirmed now that Takarsky is in net. Uh, yeah, he has a 2.96 goals allowed per game with a .91 save percentage. So you'd think a slight advantage to the goalie game uh, to Buffalo. But if, like I said, if uh, Dreger, is that? There you go. Okay, if if he's if he's hot right now. You know, a lot of times with goalkeeping, it's about who's hot and who's not. So if he's hot and he's coming off a great game and he just kind of goes on a streak, his numbers could improve significantly. I mean, he's only played in three games this season, um, so maybe he catches fire here. Um, I was actually uh, I deferred to Connor on this one. I was actually leaning the Sabers initially, but uh, the Sabers six five and one at home, Kraken two seven and one away. But uh, the Kraken have already beat the Sabres once this season. It was a 5-2 win, but it was in Seattle. Um, But the Sabres are 1-5 in their last six games. And the Kraken just handed the Panthers their first loss this season at home. So we are riding with the hotter team here. and We're going with the Kraken.
2: So I am taking Kraken in regulation. And you know what sounds even better? Is the over 5.5 for the Sabres and Kraken. You remember our, uh, what was it, our $100 bet that was a Sabres game? Oh, yeah, the 100 piece, baby. Oh, let's go again to the Sabres. I'm not saying 100 piece. Uh, Okay, I was like, hold hold, hold on,
0: hold on. Let's let's pump the brakes here a little bit. But yes, our 100 piece for our 100th episode spectacular did, in fact, hit for us.
2: Yes, that was exciting. So going right back to uh, Kraken and Sabres, Is at plus 110, I believe, right now, the over five and a half. Yes. Over five and a half. And then, like I said earlier, the Kraken in, in regulation is uh, plus 105. So, plus odds on both. I think they're both going to hit. Like, I would be shocked if they either one of these missed.
0: Yeah. And, and so, the total has gone over in Seattle's nine of their last 12. Um, and this one, kinda of, this is hilarious. I can't believe this is listed as a trend on here. But it says the total has gone over in nine of Seattle's last 12 games played in November. So, oh. uh Beautiful. You know, duh. I mean, they've only played 12 games in November. So they literally put the same trend twice on there. Uh, So it'll
2: be if uh, we win the first December game, it's the Kraken have not lost in December. Exactly.
0: Exactly. (laughs) And then uh, for Buffalo, the total has gone over in five of Buffalo's last six games played on a Monday. So there you go, Connor. Buffalo loves Monday games and the over.
2: All right. You and your uh
0: I'm sorry, I stance. had to. I had the to. It, if the if it's listed as a trend and it kind of goes with what I'm saying, I mean, why wouldn't I throw that in there?
2: It's a disgusting trend. It's not even a trend. It's a <laughs> day of the week. <laughs>
0: some teams have Monday scaries and then or Sunday scaries and some teams don't, you know. Anyways. Mo- good. Moving on, uh, Canucks <laughs> at the Canadians. The Canadians minus one thirty-seven on the money line. Uh, Dimco is expected to be in net for the Canucks. Actually, I believe it is confirmed now.
2: And it is minus one thirty now.
0: Okay, so that's moved a little bit. Yes. a lot of it. Demko is in the net for the, Cana- or for the Canucks. He has a 3.07 goals allowed per game with a 9.04 save percentage. And then Allen is in net for the Canadians. He has a 3.02 goals allowed per game and a .902 save percentage. And I'm going to be honest here. I don't like either team here. But both teams, I've made some money on betting against them. Um, so I went with the total here. Um, I, I think these, go- these goalies each average giving up three goals a game. Uh the, the over has hit in seven of the last nine times these teams have played each other. Um when when they play there's not a whole lot of goalkeeping, but there's a lot of pucks on net. So I'm going over five and a half in this one.
2: Yeah, i agree. yeah. Diz is there.
0: <laughs> Diz it is is in there. Now I have another tough uh tough goalie. Oh dude, both of these goalies, I have no idea how to say their name. So uh Coyotes at the Jets. The Jets, heavy, heavy favorites. Jets were minus 330 on the money line. I assume that's even moved even further. Still no, 330? Same. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, Bej Melka is in net for the Coyotes. Uh, 3.06 goals allowed per game with a point nine oh five save percentage. And then for the Jets, we have our boy Helbiek that same same Jets starting goalkeeper that I can never get his name right. Uh, but he has a 2.7 goals allowed per game with a point nine one seven save percentage.
2: Well, people only hop on here to listen to you read off the goalies' names.
0: Absolutely. That's that's what keeps Absolutely. the people coming. Patty's uh,
1: been mispronouncing into... since day one. <laughs> <laughs> if you still ride with us, you're probably a fan of Patty's mispronunciation. Uh,
0: legit, though. That might be legit. Mispronunciation of people's names, and then just flat out giving the wrong name for people. Jimmy Winston, Correct. Carl Wentz. I mean, what what gets better than that? Uh, this it, one was it really doesn't. Th- this one was a tough one for me. <laughs> uh, the Jets are obviously the better team, but I didn't want to lay three dollars, um, and then even taking them in regulation was minus two ten when we looked earlier. And so, again, I looked at the total, and again, Diz is going to be sick because I am taking the under five and a half. I'm going against everything this podcast is about, everything that Diz is about. I am going under five and a half. Now, the total has gone under in six of Arizona's last eight, and it has gone under in eight of their last eight for Arizona on the road. And then Winnipeg has also hit the under in eight of their last eleven and then under in five of their last six home games. So sorry, Diz, but I'm going under five and a half for the first time probably ever in my life.
1: I don't know what to I don't know what to say. I, I know. know loss of words. I respect that you're doing it, but I would never wish for you to lose a bet, but an empty netter might make me grin a little bit. I'm not gonna lie.
0: oh, I forgot about the empty netters. oh god that's uh that's rough i I guess maybe I'm hoping the coyotes don't score a single goal tonight. uh you know, maybe we get like a four to nothing I mean, that'd be nice is four to two a more realistic score absolutely, uh, <laughs> but you know we we take what we can get.
2: I do have to say, even the minus one and a half is pretty disgusting for the Jets. Yeah. It's still minus 120. There's not great value, so I also would look at the over-under. But I went over. I think the under five and a half is pretty gross.
0: (laughs) It's definitely gross. It's definitely (laughs) me hoping that these teams fail tonight. But, uh, you know, it is what it is, and we'll move on to the final game tonight. It is the Penguins at the Flames. Um. So we got Jari in net for the Penguins, 1.91 goals allowed per game and a 9.36 or er, .936 save percentage. And then Markstrom is, expect, er, is in net for the Flames, 1.81 goals allowed per game and a .937 save percentage. So both goalies, very good. Um, pretty much a toss-up for both of us. Me and Connor were talking about this. We didn't know which way to go with this one. We like both teams. Both teams have been playing very well. Um, but we made it simple, and we just went with the underdog for the better value, so we went penguins here.
2: And to uh, round it all off, I took the over 5.5 in this fourth game as well, so all over 5.5 for me. There you go. Uh, this going to be pretty rough. Well, <laughs> so there's actually – it's favored for which one? The Coyotes and Jets is favored – the most to go over five and a half according to Vegas so out of all these games.
0: What what is it? What's the over five and a half in that game?
2: Minus one twenty.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
2: and the Kraken and Sabres is plus one ten. I would have guessed the flip on those.
0: Agreed. Hundred percent agreed. Uh yeah, all right that's that's bizarre. But hey, we'll take advantage. Yeah. Alright boys. Last episode of November, let's talk about our dumbest dummy picks from Wednesday. Um, I personally went one and two, and that's because IU did what IU does. Um, and, you know, shout out Michigan, shout out uh, Harbaugh. I, I am very vocal about giving him a hard time, but he finally won the big game. He finally beat Ohio State, and now their destiny is theirs for the taking. So, i will give him credit where credit is due um Diz, how did your dumbest dummy picks do on wednesday
1: i went two and one the over hit obviously that was the uh, 100 piece um i hit a martingale i believe i'm blanking on what it was oh yeah pat mcphee super boost bills minus three and a half that one hit for me yep. and then uh my thanksgiving tees did not hit because of the cowboys so Two and one, gained some units, but not enough. So we're going to have to get some ground back tonight.
0: Yep. And then, Connor, how did you do?
1: I went two and one as well.
2: One of them that hit was a plus 280. The second one that hit was a minus 150. So, yeah, moved up a couple units there.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you did. So, um, to give us an update, so uh, I am up 4.39 units. Connor is up 10.88 units, and Diz is up 3.82 units. We're, we're all pretty positive. Um, now, I could literally lose all my units tonight based off these bets. Um, but in case those are – for those that are wondering, tonight is the last night for those bets. Thursday's episode will be a new month, and so any of our bets for the competition that we put in tonight will have to settle by Wednesday at the latest so when we come in for Thursday's episode it'll be a clean slate we'll know who won the competition and we'll know who owes who dinner
1: do we uh never mind
0: okay moving on uh you want me guys do you you want me guys to go first
2: yeah
1: I want to go first
0: Oh, Diz wants to go first. All right, Diz, take it away with your dumbest dummy bets.
1: All right, so I got to gain some ground. Yep. I'm going now. I You guys were <laughs> shitting on the Coyotes. I need them <laughs> plus one and a half. I know that's, I know that's wild, but uh, I'm riding it because it's boosted with the Penguins plus one and a half. Those combined are plus 250. Loving the value there on two uh, spread dogs in the NHL, so – Coyotes plus one and a half versus the Jets. Penguins plus one and a half versus the Flames. Combined at plus 250. Then I got the NBA teaser. Magic up to 19 and a half. Nuggets up to 13. And then Hornets up to 12. Got that at plus 140. And then this is how I'm going to win the best bets or the dumbest dummy picks. <laughs> DK Metcalf, two plus touchdowns, plus 900 tonight. I'm feeling great. Russ wow, is back. Okay. Let him cook. DK Metcalf popping off. Washington secondaries. A little sus. I'm taking DK Metcalf, two-plus touchdowns, plus 900. Lock it in. And i that's what I was going to ask. I completely lost my train of thought. Do I still have the best record, even though I have the lowest units? Uh,
0: that I do not know. I assume so, but I would have to go back and look and check the tape. Not the tape. I would have to check the file, but I don't want to do that because I'm currently recording my screen, and I don't want to mess that up. But I will check and get back to you offline, Diz. And
2: Sounds we- great. Yeah.
0: Well, Connor, do you want to go ahead and give us your uh, your picks that are going to keep you at the top tonight?
2: Yes, I am so happy that Diz took the DK Metcalf two plus touchdowns because I took uh, a boost of Seattle to win and DK Metcalf anytime touchdown or plus three hundred. Then I have the Kraken versus Sabers over five and a half at plus 110 and i'm taking cornell plus four and a half from one of our co-workers go minus 118
0: there you go but what will be hilarious connor is if dk scores two touchdowns and somehow seattle doesn't win
2: and that would be so dumb <laughs> heineke's my dog
1: me. heineke's my dog he's gonna make that happen for me okay okay
0: Good. all right gentlemen I'm pulling out all the stops here. And Connor always asked me, he said, you know, are you going to just not be last place? Or are you going for the win? I am going for the win. And like I said, this might cause me to end up barely positive on the year or on the month. That's okay. I have won this competition ever since it started. I do not intend to stop this month, okay? I have four dumbest dummy competition picks for you boys and all but one of them are parlays why do they call me patty parlays if i'm not giving out parlays so here you go
2: so you can go on three
0: uh four i have four so i could go and Oh, so- okay well
2: <laughs> i was optimistic <laughs> <laughs> like i said
0: if i go over four here i literally finish at point three nine units positive
2: We might have to just take the other three. (laughs) Just (laughs) as punishment.
0: Okay. First one. I'm putting all four legs of my NHL picks together in a parlay. So that's Kraken, Moneyline versus Sabres. Coyotes, Jets, under 5.5. Canucks, Canadians, over 5.5. And And Penguins, Moneyline versus the Flames. This next one is an NBA same-game parlay. Now this is plus 1,797. And this is uh, for the 76ers Magic game. So I got Franz Wagner over 12.5 points. Tyrese Maxey over 3.5 rebounds. Seth Curry over 14.5 points. Seth Curry over 2.5 rebounds. And then Tobias Harris over 3.5 assists. Okay? This next one, and I shared this one with Connor. I really like this one. I'm going Jusef Nurkic. First basket for the Portland Trailblazers. Um, he is their starting center, so he's going to win the tip and get the first basket. Um, he actually wins 80% of the tip-offs that he does compared to 40% for the guy he's going against. And the Jazz give up the most first baskets to centers and point guards, so I'm going with Nurkic in the plus 750. And finally, I also have an NFL same-game parlay for tonight's game. This is plus 1131 odds. Um... This is guy, Heineke, over 242.5 passing yards. Uh, Logan Thomas, over 30.5 receiving yards. J.D. McKissick, over 29.5 receiving yards. And then I went the opposite direction of you fellas. You guys went D.K. Metcalf. I went Tyler Lockett. So give me a Tyler Lockett anytime touchdown. Again, I'm swinging for the fences here. Uh... I quite possibly could come and last by a long margin, but uh, hey, that's, I'm giving it my all out here, Connor. Right. All right. Okay. Group best bets time. So uh, as a group, we are finally up on the month. We are actually up (laughs) 1.25 units. Um, We had a perfect night on Wednesday. Shout out to Miles for that Kentucky football pick. That thing was golden. There was never a doubt in that game, and that was the kind of one where we're like, "Oh man, I don't know which way to go on that one." Um, so shout out Miles. All right, Connor, what do you what are you thinking for best bets uh, for the group for tonight?
2: So we wanted to take the Thunder plus two, thunder right? One.
0: Yeah.
2: All right, and I would like for two more, possibly. Yeah. Uh. Any other basketball you like?
0: Basketball, basketball, basketball. Hold on, let me get my basketball fix. I kind of like the Timberwolves.
2: I was gonna say the Timberwolves line just moved to minus three for Timberwolves. Hmm. Wasn't it minus two and a half and or minus two? Yeah. Yeah.
0: I still like them at three.
2: Yeah, a lot of people are liking them more and more now.
0: Yep. And then let's do one on the ice tonight, Connor. You want to do- I'd like to think that we're the reason
2: the line's moving.
0: Yeah, right. People are listening to this live, watching us live, and they, uh, they like what they're hearing. Exactly. What hey, a- ice. What about Kraken uh, Saber's over five and a half?
2: All right, you're going with my, uh, my dumbest dummy pick.
0: Hey, man, I, I think it's a good one. I really do.
2: Thunder, Mifflin, and
0: <laughs> Oh, That's funny. All right, there we go. So we got Thunder plus two, T-Wolves minus three, and Kraken Sabres over five and a half for our best bets to keep us positive for the month.
2: And those odds are minus 110, minus 106, and plus
0: 110. Love it. absolutely love it. So I think, what, if we hit, well, uh, we probably have to hit two of those to... Stay positive, I think. that's okay. But we're going to hit all three. It's fine. Yeah, easy money. Easy money. All right, Connor. It's time. The Hail Mary multi-sport parlay of the day. I assume you have seen the value of this.
2: What? What?
0: Why why would you say that? It's so weird. Assuming? I know. It is one dollar. To win $4,563.38. Big money, Connor. Big money.
2: Just a heads up your second game on here is locked currently.
0: That Heat game?
2: Yes. Yeah. It is locked.
0: Probably because they're like, people are freaking the F out and they're probably changing so frequently. They're like, hold on. We have to wait. Maybe, unless maybe the Nuggets announced uh, Jokic is out, in which case, who knows what that line would be.
2: And they would just freeze it?
0: They'd just be like, no one can bet on this anymore. But nonetheless, if you can get these, get some good money here. So I've got, in the NBA, we've got Magic plus 14 versus the 76ers, Heat minus 7 versus Nuggets, Timberwolves minus 3 versus Pacers, Bulls minus 5.5 versus the Hornets, Thunder plus 2.5 versus the Rockets, Cavs plus 5.5 versus Mavericks, Spurs plus three and a half versus the Wizards. Jazz minus seven versus the Trailblazers. And then Pelicans, Clippers under two ten and a half. And then in NHL, I got Kraken money line versus Sabers. Canucks, Canadians over five and a half. Coyotes, Jets under five and a half. And then Penguins money line versus the Flames. All right, Connor. Anything you need to get off your chest before we call tonight?
2: Uh I don't believe so. Hope you come in first place. That'd be nice. Uh, for the record Be I'm... around for one more month so It would be nice to have a win before that
0: for, for the record Just because you win doesn't guarantee you'll get dinner I, I've won this competition for like Five months and I have not gotten dinner yet But uh, it's the thought that counts I'm keeping a nice accounts receivable tab Of uh, dinners That Diz owes me So Yeah <laughs> Some good old accounting Logic there Gotcha Awesome. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you all for listening. Um, Remember to check us out on Twitter and Instagram at SportsBet by dumb. Um, Also check us out on YouTube search for us in the search bar sports betting by dummies filter by channel. We should be that first one on there. Again, we are trying to get this up to a hundred subscribers so we can give out a unique URL. Also, you know, maybe you're driving on your way home from work and you want to listen to us or whatever you can listen to us live on YouTube if that's if that's what you want, or if you like the podcast version, that's fine too. Um, but thank you all for listening. Hope everyone has a tremendous, profitable start to your week, and we will see you all on Thursday.